0: Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter, at GatorDave underscore SEC. Coming at you late, late, or I guess early, you know, 145 in the morning, basically, back in Jacksonville after the orange and blue game. So if you hear me yawn, Maybe sounding a little bit tired. Well, it's because I am. (laughs) It's been a long day. Been a long day there uh, in Gainesville watching these Gators get on the field to end spring practice in Billy Napier's second season. Right here in the orange and blue game where the defense leads the way. Maybe surprisingly, maybe not surprised. We'll get into it. Maybe what it means. Maybe what it doesn't mean. It was a spring game. As I said earlier, this week when we were previewing it, this is going to kind of live in its own bubble. Don't really know how much to take away, what to take away, and what it all means when the team gets back together in fall and goes plays Utah in game one. We've seen many a spring games where some great performances never pan out. We've seen some spring games where you know bad performances don't really mean a whole lot. So we'll... Look at it. What happened here? Maybe some of the storylines along spring practice to go along. What culminated into the orange and blue game. But one that was not very high scoring. The orange team wins 10 to seven. And just not all that uh, exciting from the offensive side. If you were looking for an improved defense, maybe we get that maybe. And hopefully that's what this means. Austin Armstrong, man, I tell you what, fiery right there on the sidelines, like seeing him jumping around and all the excitement he brings. You could all, everything that we, I mean, look, we saw the videos all spring long, but everything that we heard about him as the, the fiery, energetic, getting everybody hyped. man. we, we saw it we saw it all, I noticed it very, I mean, those bright orange shirts and, uh, he's on that sideline, and I noticed right away, yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's that guy. He's, the, he's everything that they explained him to be all throughout spring, whether it be all the coaching staff and the players, that absolutely – he brought it. He brought it. Uh, so that, that, that was good to see in, in leading this defense there uh, and their performance. But we'll get into the quarterbacks. Graham Mertz, Jack Miller, there's your top two quarterbacks, no doubt about it with all the snaps they took in this game compared to Max Brown. So uh, Graham Mertz you know, looked look the best we 'll get into that get some stats here go through the game just a little bit not definitely not play by play or, or anything like that but we'll get we'll get into the uh, the plays a bit but before we get there everybody hit that like button hit that subscribe button coming at you on the ride back to Jacksonville staying up late getting you the spring game if you if you're waking up in the morning if you're not listening I mean a few of you live thank you so much for joining me live right here but are you waking up? Whether it be on YouTube or the podcast version, here you go, getting it ready for you. Going you to have it ready for Friday morning, so you on the way to work or you just sipping on that coffee. I know you want some feedback. I know you want some updates. I know you want uh, you know to, the, the, to discuss the spring game uh, a bit. So I'm bringing it to you right here on Gators Breakdown. So for all of it, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, subscribe to Gators Breakdown podcast versions out there too if you have not. And the conversation, of course, is going on in that Gators Breakdown Plus Discord. It's, it was lively. It was lively during the spring game, uh, talking about all that. So, if you want to talk with some other Gator fans, link is in the description to join Gators Breakdown Plus to keep that conversation going. So, all right, let's get into it just a bit. Then, this, we'll go over some guys that were not on the field. We weren't necessarily sure. Some guys, we, we knew, I mean, we knew some guys who weren't going to go and take part in this spring game. But we got a list of some players that were going to be out. And this one probably paid uh, or went on to affect the game a whole lot more. And even Billy Napier said it after the game. No Kingsley Guacan uh, out there at center. Uh, there for the Gators, and Jake Slaughter, Roger Kearney getting starts and issues with snaps all night. Uh, and, and we saw it, it, it affected uh, the offense. There's no Kingsley Guacan. Uh, no Dante Zanders. We know you guys heard tight end episode uh, not long ago. He was banged up. So maybe precautionary keeping him out. Of course, no Keon Zipper or Jonathan. Oliver at tight end either. Of course, to Quavion at wide receiver did not play in this game. I uh, moved to the other side of the ball, Aaron Gates, Ethan Pouncey, Devin Moore, uh, some cornerbacks there, Devin Moore still nursing uh, and recovering from, from the shoulder. No need, I guess, for the staff to go you know, put him out there. Uh, no Derek Wingo, of course, but then no to Roger Mitchell either. So, uh the transfer, uh who's expected to contribute a good bit on the defensive side of the ball. We do not get to see him uh in this orange and blue game. So there's you know and probably Mitchell and and, and Aguaken, uh the 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 two big ones that um Probably could have, uh, well, it didn't really hurt the defense, though, did it? But uh, Kingsley, Guacan, not at center. Uh, and for those Gator offensive line, that pretty much struggled all night long. You guys know I'm pretty high uh, on that group. And we knew coming into the game, uh, you know, put it out there. I didn't think we'd see our starting five offensive linemen uh, a, a good bit together out there in, in these combinations. And also, yeah, Grant Jack Miller, after in, in the press conference did say, look, this, they were asked about the playbook and, but we didn't see a lot of the playbook, <laughs> so uh, I know uh, Graham Graham Mertz kind of laughed about it, uh, about the. Uh, let me try and get the uh, exact exact wording for when I put that. I was in sitting in sitting in the press conference. Yeah, Mertz was, Mertz was asked about how much of the playbook we saw tonight. Now you guys can take this for what it's worth. Um, you probably have the way you feel about the offense and how it performed or did not perform tonight, but. He was asked, and look, spring games, you're not getting the whole playbook. We all know that anyway. Doesn't mean you don't go out and perform. Doesn't mean you go out there one-on-ones and, and win. We didn't see that uh, from the offensive line, did we? But still, as far as the play calling goes or playbook goes, Merce was asked about it. He laughed and said not a whole lot. And then Jack Miller, uh, a few minutes later, in his part of the press conference, he followed that up with uh, pretty much day one install level. So not a lot of uh, offense deep dive into the uh, play calling sheet there for one Billy Napier. So, all right, here we go. And we'll go through the game just a bit. Then I'll go through some stats early third, early third down. uh, You guys know, speaking about this run game is as good as it was tonight as well in the spring game. And as much as I feel, it can be good. Still something we saw Maybe a good bit last year where I said I wanted some more consistency in early third down uh, where Carroll couldn't get the first down. And then, but hey, defense gets to stop on third down. Hey, that's the thing about this spring game. If the defense did well, which a lot of us wanted to see, means the offense wasn't going to do as well. That's just what spring games are. Uh, But then, you know, we'll, we'll go and just go through some names. Caleb Banks active early. Uh, a transfer, a new face coming in to this Gator team, and what would him and Cam Jackson look like up front? And boom, notice, no, no, getting noticed right away, especially Banks, sack on the first play of the game for the Blue defense, uh, and then that leads to a third down and a sack by Scooby Williams. Uh, so two players we've discussed this whole spring as where would Scooby Williams play? Edge or linebacker? How effective could he be if he's staying at linebacker? And then Caleb Banks, a new transfer from Louisville, right there on this defensive line, was hearing good things about him all throughout spring practice. And those two players, sacks on the first drive. Uh, Hey, a third down comes up and boom, there we go. We get a sack on third and 10. We want that to translate, don't we? (laughs) <laughs> to the season, uh, so then the blue team had the ball on um, its first possession, and that's where freshman linebacker Jaden Robinson blitzes and gets a sack. So that would be a trend <laughs> for, for the rest of the night, right? Uh, is this defense attacking? We knew uh, they would attack. There were you know some uh, Jaden Robinson right here. May he flash some speed? Uh, I knew he was on the kind of faster side of a linebacker, but it, it's. Out there in the on the college football field, already impressive speed uh, that I thought Jade Robinson was showing as a true freshman out there. So very athletic uh, that that we know, uh, and really, really opened my eyes as far as his speed goes and how fast he could turn it on. But you know, this defense, I mean, they, you know, they were they were bringing it up front as well and getting creative up front, and you know, to even some stunts up there, and there were some blitzes. Uh, I like the aggressiveness there uh, that Billy Napier allowed Austin Armstrong to have. So, but yeah, sacks early on. That would be the trend for the rest of the night. Uh, First team offense was led by Mertz. Um, First few drives, three and out, fourth down stop. Uh, Then his third drive, one first down, then a punt. Uh, You had Cam Carroll at the running back position. He had a highlight hurdle. On the 12 yard run. Uh, next play after that, Miller had a, a couple of options, and we finally find Marcus Burke for the first touchdown. 16 yard reception to cap off a 12 play, 82 yard drive. Trayon Webb, true freshman on that first touchdown drive of the night. Four rushes, 27 yards. For so the true freshman there on all these new faces, whether it be the transfer portal or a lot of true freshmen out there. Trayon Webb. And two guys in, in my area in Jacksonville covering Jaden Robinson, Treyon. Well, hey, their names getting called. Marcus Burke from Jacksonville as well. I mean, it was, uh, you had some call, my colleagues of mine, you know, Jamal St. here from, from News for Jackson. we were hoping, you know, these Jacksonville kids could uh, go out there and show out, just, hey, makes our news product better. So we get to talk about these guys, especially Marcus Burke with his big night uh, with the big uh, touchdown catch and the big, big contested catch. That would come up later. Um, Miguel Mitchell with a, we saw it spring, couple highlights, missed tackle, uh, and that led to a Montreal Johnson 27 yard run. Uh, Playing after that, and one play leads to another big play. Graham Mertz hits Caleb Douglas for a big gain of 28 yards, but Kamari Wilson with a hit causes a fumble, recovered by Shamar James. Uh, Max Brown comes in eventually, goes three and out on his drive. Uh, then back to Mertz later on. He has a nice uh, throw to Henderson for about 19 yards, and he was right there. Had two good strikes in a row uh, in, in that little stretch. Uh, pretty run heavy uh, before that. Uh, he was five of seven at that point, 54 yards. You know, this is before halftime. Uh, you, at one point, it's third 20. That goes for a 41-yard pass from Mertz to Pearsall, one of the best plays of the night for the offense. Uh, and then Mertz finds Kubiak Jackson on back-to-back throws. Second one goes for a touchdown over the middle, 7-7 right before halftime. And then, you know, there's still not much happening. Game ends up 10-7. So, only a field goal and that, would to end, that would be to end the game as the Orange wins 10-7. But going to the second half, first big play, of the second half was a uh, Jack Miller to Caleb Douglas pass for 23 yards. Um, you know, Mertz and um, Miller would switch teams. First... Uh, the, the quarterbacks would switch Miller now with the orange offense, uh, the first team offense uh, later on that third and seven. So big, you know, some not many third down conversions for the offense on the night, but big plays. There were, there were, there were some big plays on the, on the third down third and seven from her. That's where the, he found Burt for 39 yards down the right sideline. Passing interference was declined and something that was an emphasis for these receivers this spring practice were the 50-50 balls and the contested catches. And we saw that. And I think I think we saw that. Not too many times, you know, with some sloppiness. Um the timing of the offense was just a little off. You know, I think uh you know, maybe receiver's not in some right places. Um, but still did show I thought some physicality and at least going up and getting some of these balls. Pearsall, as I mentioned, that catch—he caught it in traffic, you know, not really contested, but was able to go up between some defenders, to get that ball. Uh, but Burke, as pass interference, all over him, goes up, catches the ball down the deep sideline, 39 yard there. But all, all all through the night, the timing just off, uh, bad snaps, mishandled snaps. Um, and an offensive line that just did not give the quarterbacks a whole lot of time. The quarterbacks were throwing on the run more than they were able to sit back in the pocket, be comfortable. They were late on some throws as well. Uh, at, at the same time, all that leads to at the very end, trace Mac after missing a couple of field goals, hits a game winner for the orange team, 10 seven final there. So let's take a look at the stat sheet just a bit. That'll also tell us a little story of the game as we go through them. So here you go. For the Orange, I'll go through it. Uh, total. So Team Orange counted for a total of 307 yards, led by Graham Mertz, 143 yards passing, Ricky Piersol, 62 yard receiving, Trevor Etienne rushing for 51 yards. Three quarterbacks together Max Brown, Graham Merch, Jack Miller. 403 yards passing, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Right there for the orange. Or combined. Combined there. One more time. Three quarterbacks Max Brown, Graham Merch, Jack Miller. 403 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions on the night. So. One, with the, with the defense attacking and causing all that havoc and all that pressure in the quarterback's faces, no turnovers. But looking at when they were with the orange, which were the starters, so you had your starting receivers, you had your starting running backs. Graham Mertz, 10 of 16, 143, one touchdown. Jack Miller, 5 of 9, 95 yards. Max Brown, one to three, 15 yards. So those guys combined for the orange team, 16 to 28, 253 yards, the one touchdown. Ricky Pierce, all four catches on the night, 62 yards. Had that 141 yard reception, as I mentioned. Xavier Henderson, three for 38. Arlis Bordingham, you know, we're looking at these tight ends, maybe. Getting a little more action. Three for 33 for Arlis Bordingham. Depth taking a hit there at the tight end position with all the injuries this spring. Of course, just talked about those tight ends right before the spring game, and then there goes all this hand, three for thirty three. Caleb Douglas two catches fifty one yards. Khalil Jackson two for eighteen and the one touchdown. It's a good affair uh, for Khalil Jackson making the most of his spring game opportunity there. You know, but Caleb Douglas, you know, the the, minus the fumble, some catch and run opportunities. Run game. I don't think we're worried there, are we? Not at all. (laughs) Not, Not at all. Trevor Etienne, nine carries, 51 yards. Montrell Johnson, seven for 36 That'd be your running backs, you know, quarterbacks. Okay, you know you, you can see the stats there. Not, not, not nothing too much. You know, especially with the way sacks are tallied, and you know, granted, most of those sacks would have been legit. But no, no, no need in kind of wasting time about theirs. You know, Jack Miller did. You know, he did have a couple of keepers. Reading the defenses, going around the edge, he did have some keepers. He said he after the game he felt faster of course, then now healthy, getting there, getting healthy. But the orange offense going against the blue defense, and let's go, you know, the blue defense here. Shamar James leads the way, six tackles, along with Jalen Kimber and his six tackles. Kamari Wilson, five. So it was a first-team offense versus your first-team defense. One more time, Shamar James, Jalen Kimber lead the way. Six total tackles. Kamari Wilson with the five, and then, of course, the forced fumble. Manny Nunnery? We've heard about his athleticism from the linebacker position. Found himself with five tackles. And then keeping it going there. Tyreek Sapp with three. Prince Human, Yuma with three. Gail Mitchell, two. Banks with two, as I mentioned, and he had the sacks with the sack at the beginning of the game. Let's go to the blue offense. Of course, quarterbacks on that one as well. All of them, Graham Mertz for, on the blue side, 8 of 13, 101 yards. Jack Miller found his touchdown when he was with the blue team, but 5 of 11, 49 yards, one touchdown. Receiving on that side, Tony Livingston, Livingston, another tight end, three for nine. Marcus Burke did two for 55 catches, two catches for 55 yards. And going to the rushing stats, highlights there, of course. trayon Webb, Cam Carroll, the new faces back there in the backfield. trayon Webb, the true freshman, 11 11 attempts for 53 yards. Cam Carroll, nine for 39. Had the big hurdle that excited the crowd. Not much excitement for the offense, of course, but that was one of them. So, Trayon Webb, Cam Carroll. I thought, you know, showed their worth. I mean, Florida's Florida's got four running backs, guys. Florida has four running backs. No, No worry there. And then going against that orange defense, the orange defense right here, Deuce Burlock. The young transfer linebacker from Michigan leading the way. Eight total tackles there for him. You know, just his second year of college football. Of course, this was the side of the ball that were a lot of young faces. So, of course, the young faces are going to be leading the stat sheet. But Spurlock, eight tackles. Jaden Robinson, seven tackles. TJ, seriously, six. Seriously, with two tackles for a loss. Kelby Collins with five. Castell with five. Jaden Hill with five. Chris McClellan, four. Javion Toombs, four. Dez Watson, three. Jack Pyburn, three. A lot of those young guys. And I was really impressed with the pursuit of one Spurlock. Jaden Robinson, him flashing speed. TJ Seriously, his physicality up front. Nice to see those young guys get their first action. Still going against, a, I think, a pretty good running back duo of in Cam Carroll and Trayon Webb, going against each quarterback as well. But the spring game, what it's for, you see all the young guys there for the Orange defense. So. Position groups, I think we go through it a bit. Quarterbacks, I, the, I, I get the worry. Uh, you, we, of course, you, you, any question you probably had coming in, either probably, either confirmed it or it's still out there for you. I mean, if Graham Mertz goes out there and you're wondering, um, going back and looking at his Wisconsin film, would he, still, would he be good enough to carry the offense? And we didn't get that answer tonight. Not sure we we're going to get it anyway. Uh, but given you know the situation up front, offensive line didn't do these quarterbacks any favors. Uh, but with that, we certainly didn't get any answer. I think he's going to be the starter. But as, and Billy Napier did was asked about transfer portal or bringing in another quarterback. We've all heard about the Austin Simmons reclassification, and you know, Napier didn't necessarily come out and say transfer portal. So that kind of leaves that door open, maybe. Uh, for Austin Simmons to reclassify from 25 to 23, but getting that fourth quarterback in the room. And the spring game dominated by Graham Mertz and Jack Miller as far as snapcat goes. So those who get two guys leading the way, looks to be Graham Mertz, did play the best tonight, but didn't really get our full view of that, you know, because of the limitations, I think, up front in the offensive line. And I I I was surprised. I was surprised by that. Even if I do think... The defense will be better and can be better. Are they are they taking that big of a jump? Are they taking that big of a jump to where you know the offensive line really struggled keeping up all night long? I mean some of the defensive trends here. I mean, Deuce Burlock, he led the game with eight tackles, you know, so he led the whole game, led both defenses. Quarterback hurry as well. Manny Nunnery, TJ Searcy, Scooby Williams all had two tackles for loss. Five different players had a pass breakup. Jaden Robinson, Kelby Collins, Jalen Kimber, Manny Nunnery, Cam Jackson. Total of 11 quarterback hurries. 11 were recorded by 10 different players. Prince and Miellen had two. I mean, they were in the face of the quarterbacks all night. As I mentioned earlier, just seemed like almost every throw, especially Grant Mertz, was just on the run. So hard to get the gauge, full gauge on the quarterbacks as far as dropping back, hitting some passes with timing, getting the offense and rhythm in sync. Wasn't there. Run game. I still feel good. Running backs, no issues. No there. No, no 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 no. I have no issues whatsoever. Even with the the offensive line struggling, especially in the pass blocking area. Run blocking, okay. That that was there. Run game was mostly there. Receivers, I we wanted to see some. It was good to see Ricky even as the number one receiver, still go out there and do the things that we know he can do. But your Caleb Douglas, your Marcus Burke, you know, we wanted to see, we didn't see much from those true freshmen. You know, throwing the stats back up there, you know, the Aiden Mazel, they were targeted. Yeah. Andy Jean, had two catches for 28 yards. Aid Mizell had that big early target early in the game. But that was that sack Caleb Banks got you know Jack Miller's dropping back. Tried to go deep. Didn't happen. But that Mizell, Mizel's speed was absolutely apparent. You could you could tell. <laughs> you, you could tell the, the fast guy was out there on the field. But receivers, I, 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 that's what I kind of wanted. I mean, besides the true freshman, you know, we heard about him all spring. I wanted somebody who's been on campus, has been through it. I w- w- wanted one of those guys to step up. Glad it was Marcus Burke. You know, Billy Napier, I asked him about Burke after, after the game and had to say about, you know, it's it, it almost, you know, kind of paraphrasing. You know, it's, it's good to see Marcus Burke out there doing those things. Florida's better when Marcus Burke's doing those things. He's healthy. He's taking it a lot more serious. They say it's time to take the game more serious, especially when right now it is your turn to go out there and prove yourself in the spring game atmosphere where you have every opportunity. And the depth chart says you have every opportunity. It is your time to show up. And this, this game was was it. And he went out there and did it. Two big catches, touchdown and one down the sideline. Which are Caleb Douglas's? your Marcus Burke. I mean, those are the guys you want to see. Besides the freshmen, they got to go step up. Dequavion Frazier's is out. Good to see that. And then, of course, defensive line. Just, I mean, you can just pick a name. <laughs> those guys, you know, they Cam, Cam Jackson, um, No, and, and and Banks, Caleb Banks. They're both transfers coming in. I mean, the stats, and it won't be stat galore, and it won't be stat machine for Cam Jackson a lot of the times. He'll have an effect. He had an effect in the spring game. Excited, excited up front. But it was, you know, those linebackers, especially the, the young ones. I mean, Nunnery, well not not young, but new. Jaden Robinson, the true freshman. Nunnery, the transfer in, showing their speed, showing that, their athleticism. With this defense, yeah controlling controlling, controlling the scrimmage, it may be maybe may surprise you leave a comment after if you had how much of a was it a surprise that you what you saw from this defense maybe better than what you thought, does it make you more worried about the offense are you giving some of the defense to credit, but yeah hard to. Hard to get a gauge on the secondary um, you know, there were some yards there but you know some uh, a lot of the a lot of the passes you know quarterbacks on the run not a lot of timing to go along with that but uh, let's see go to the because we'll to the comments in just a second. But, one reminder. Great tailgate set up by Florida Victorious. And seeing some of the baseball players and the basketball players and softball players and other student athletes coming by, saying hello. Everybody's excited for this new NIL. You heard the interview there with Nate Barbera in a recent episode of Gators Breakdown. Florida's new NIL is here, ready to lead the charge. And you can join today. Link is in the description to join Florida Victorious. Let's get Florida on the way where NIL is the way to go through Florida Victorious. All right, let's go. Let's go through a couple of comments here. Yep. Q Lee agree. Yep. Going through. Your, yep. Secondary wasn't tested. Chase. Uh, one thing I saw was third and short or fourth and short. They were calling like 15 yard digs. Short game never got on track. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. Um, you know, as I said, playbook, not open, of course, but yeah, you know, you like to, you know, maybe see a little more rhythm and groove in the passing game. Maybe some of the short passing game, like you said. You know, something we didn't see a whole lot of with success last year. Hopefully, that's, that's better this year. But Jeremy Carpenter, good to see our defense. Putting the quarterback under pressure. Yeah, that's something that's just going to hopefully... Hopefully continue. Hopefully continue into the season. Retooled up front. More experience up front. Building some depth with some experience uh, with last year, first year guys. It's got to pay off. Got a first little taste of it tonight. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see. Yeah, Jeremy goes on, uh, Gator Nation needs to relax, first scrimmage. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not up in arms. You know, I, I don't feel any different at 2 o'clock in the morning after the spring scrimmage than I did before. I really don't. Quarterbacks, you know, I was skeptical on, hoping for the best. I don't think a spring football game is going to turn me one way or the other. We've seen quarterbacks go out there and have some great spring games and it not amount to anything. I see the whole Billy needs an OC thing. Ah, another one more. A, a spring game's not gonna be telling me that either. It just it, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. I mean, I, I love it, you know, if we get to talk some football. Knowing what to take away from it is is tricky. It really is not not making excuses or anything like that. It's just the nature of the beast. Uh, Definitely disappointed with the special teams, though. Yeah, missing field goals. I mean, that's almost one of those things where doesn't matter what the situation is. Spring game, scrimmage, practice. I mean, those are, that, that, that's something you want to see. That's uh, no matter the situation, matter the time of day, and especially I'll kind of, something we saw last year, hoping to uh, get better. That one is uh that, that 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 that's probably the most worrisome part for me. Because not like an offense that we saw in the spring game, the could be so much affected by an offensive line. The quarterbacks could be affected by the offensive line's performance or uh, a defensive front that's just dominating. You know, it can have an effect. But not really in the kicking game. I don't think that, is, that, that excuse, those excuses like that are there. Line up, go make a kick. Yeah, Jeremy, I, yeah, Napier wasn't calling plays tonight either. So. But all right, yeah, Plenty. Plenty more to get into. I think Will, Miles, and I are going to get together on Sunday night. Let you guys know about that. Kind of changing the schedule up a bit. Get together closer to the end of the spring game. I'll be able to do a little rewatch there. You know, miss so much in person that you don't necessarily see on a TV or where you get to see replays and stuff. So hopefully dive back with even more. But initial initial reaction, initial initial stat look right here on this episode reaction episode where the defense carry carries the day in the orange and blue game. Recruiting side of it. Hey, there'll be another episode about that. Another episode on recruiting. So be on the lookout for that one. Big commit for the Gators. Big, big, big commit for the Gators somewhat of a tease there <laughs> but you guys know you guys know we'll get into that one so be on the lookout for that one as well even more Gators Breakdown coming your way but that'll do it for this spring game recap I'm your host David Waters you can find me on Twitter at Gator Dave underscore SEC guys and girls out there thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown